0: Hello and welcome to a very special Phonus episode. Uh, this is Black Thunderbelly. Now, this is a radio serial that Sam Mack and I wrote when I was at uh, Triple M in 2008. It started as a 1 minute 45 sketch and, well, it grew into an hour. 17 or 18 episodes of it we did, uh, up, into, up to four and a half minutes sometimes. It was ridiculous. It was probably the reason we got sacked. It was a parody of the very radio station we were working at as well as a parody of a TV show, Underbelly, which was a big show at the time, uh, that... Most importantly, it wasn't being played in Melbourne because there's a running gag at the end of every episode, which you'll hear uh, where we talk about the fact that uh, Eddie Maguire, who was head of Channel 9 at the time, couldn't play it in Melbourne. But uh, even though it was set in Melbourne because of a, of a court case, it later did play in Melbourne. And Eddie Maguire is now the host of Triple M Breakfast in Melbourne. But that's another story for another day. It was voiced by a bunch of different people who worked around the radio station, uh, in particular, Bangers, uh, Spoonman maroon limo sarah bunch of others uh, often who were reading the scripts for the first time because often sam and i would just finish them as we were about to go to air uh the fabulous jacob did most of the editing and sound all of which i'm sure i have no permission to be playing right now so please download this and listen to it before the lawyers tell me that i have to take this down uh it was a bit of a labor of love for sam and i we really enjoyed doing it um there's so many in-jokes in it. There's a parody of uh, when Shannon and Noel and I had a fight. Uh, there's a Tickle Me Elmo joke that strangely became very, very topical later on. Uh, look, Stephen Jacobs makes an appearance as himself. Look, I-, I could try to explain all the stuff that's going on, but for people who are overseas, it's probably going to make no sense at all. For people in Australia, it might make barely any sense uh, but if you like radio, or if you're amused by radio, or if you just like free shit, um, well here it is. This is Black Valley. I hope you enjoy.
1: The following is based on real events in Melbourne, Victoria, between 1996 and 2004.
2: Listen, just hurry the f*** up. We were meant to be at Westfield five minutes ago, dude.
1: A story of love, lust, power, greed and icy cold cans of coke. This is Black Thunderbelly. Finally, the real story of radio warfare is here. The Gang Rivalry.
3: Oh, I can't believe the prize patrol bid is here.
4: Oh, and they're going to park right out the front. We're going to have to take the disabled park We don't have a sticker. Yes, we do. Triple M rocks Westfield stickers, 200 of them. But just in case, I needed to walk with a limp. Oh, and draw.
1: The Highs.
2: Yes, congratulations, you've won tickets to a live taping of Man O' oh Man The Lows. Yes, congratulations, you've won tickets to a live taping of Hey Hey It's Saturday The Lust
4: So let me get this straight, if I sleep with you in the Black Thunder, you promise I'll
0: get to meet Doug Mulray?
2: The Hunger And remember Groovers, first person down here dressed as a taxi will win the hot new taxi ride single Get Set How good is that?
1: It's time to learn that even free shit comes at a price.
2: Mad Dog, watch out!
1: Love, lust, power, greed, rivalry, highs, lows, and heaps of other adjectives. Black Thunder Valley. 8.30 Wednesday nights on Channel 9, except in Melbourne, where Eddie Maguire will spend the two hours reading excerpts of Pants, The Darren Mullane Story. The following is based on real events in Melbourne, Victoria, between 1996 and 2004. This is Black Thunderbelly. Our story begins on the mean streets of St Kilda. It's 1997. Triple M have just hired a new Black Thunder pilot, 22-year-old Michael Dixon.
5: G'day, Bruce Boots, Program Director, Triple M. You can call me Cowboy, you know, because of the boots. Get it? Uh-huh. Now, what's your name, kid? Michael, boring as batshit. Forget it. It's gone. You see, kid. Here at Triple M, everything has a nickname. You want to watch cricket? You go to the Triple M C G. You want the best view in New York? You go to the Triple Empire State Building. You want to watch a Star Wars movie? You hire a Triple Empire Strikes Back. You see that thing down there near your feet? It's a Triple Empty Bin. Uh huh. So what's your last name, kid? Dixon. Right. From now on, you're Dicko. Goal. Nah, nah. Better still, Coco. Nah, that's bullshit. Ah, uh, Cockadoodle do. Yep. Bang, bang. Cowboy shoots. He scores. Genius. Cockadoodle do it is. ah uh-huh. It's a matter of minutes till Cockadoodle doodle doo does his first
1: ever live Black thunder cross. and Cowboy wants to make sure he's ready.
5: Now Cockers, what are you holding there? Uh, just a can of Coke. Wrong! It's an icy cold can of Coke. Okay, now
2: tell me about the cash. Yeah, we've got a uh, hundred dollars that could be yours.
5: Wrong! You've got stacks and stacks of cold, hard cash. The cans of Coke are icy cold, the cash is cold hard, everything is cold, okay? Now, what about the CDs? What are you going to say there?
2: Yeah, uh, plus get your hands on Chumbawamba's
5: icy cold new single, Tub Thumping. Cock, can you get it right? Are you mentally challenged or something? Did your parents drop you on your head? If you want to roll with the men in Black Thunders, you've got to pay attention. How could a new song be icy cold? Chumbawamba, hottest act in town at the moment. They're going to be massive, or I know nothing about music. Mark Cowboy's words, Chumbawamba, are going to be bigger than the Beatles next week on black thunderbelly as our hero hits the streets
1: will it be cock-a-doodle-doo or cock a doodle black thunderbelly eight thirty wednesday nights on channel 9 except in melbourne where eddie maguire will run you through a list of his other favorite eddies the following is based on real events in melbourne victoria between 1996 and 2004 a story of love, lust, power, greed, and non-stop blocks of rock. This is Black Thunderbelly. The location is Westfield Fountain Gate. Michael Dixon is about to achieve his lifelong dream with his first ever live Black Thundercross on
6: Triple M. Uh, sorry, that should be on Triple, M. Triple Yeah, let's check in for the free stuff with the new kid, Cockadoodle doo
3: Uh, Yes, this is Cockadoodle-doo with more freebies than you can stick a poke at. We've got
2: Weekly Who magazine... But
1: something wasn't right. You see, Michael had never spoken under this sort of intense pressure. It was at this precise moment that Michael, his family and the whole of Melbourne... Would learn that he had a rare form of spontaneous performance dyslexia. And
2: score yourself icy coke colds of can with got... a stutter. You can grab some c- 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 cold hard cash. C- 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 and a lisp. And stacks and stacks of shine ceiling singles from Semisonic. Sensational. And Tourette's. a Snap and f- Fountain Gate. F-
1: what was meant to be a 30 second live cross Actually ran for 4 minutes 50 It was so long It meant Triple M could only fit 6 Cold Chisel songs In the next hour of music Complaints were flooding in
3: I've been listening since 9 this morning And I've only hit flame trees 3 times This is ridiculous, what's going on?
6: And for Michael, things went from bad to worse Yeah, gotta say a big S-O-R-R-Y For the lack of chisel today It's our new Thunder Kid cockadoodle Doodle Do's fault What an absolute ball up an absolute black thunder blunder but to make it up i'm gonna do a cold chisel triple play that's right case and three times in a row back to back and then from worse to even more worser yes and if you missed it this morning check out the new black thunder kid cocker doodle doo
3: and stacks and stacks of signed Sealy
2: singles from semi-sonic sensational
6: Talk about flushing your career down the toilet. So off the back of that this morning on... We're asking on 13353 for your triple embarrassing moments. Is there anyone out there dumber than Cockadoodle do? I'll get your calls next, but first, as a little tribute to Cockers, here's Stutter Rap on... Michael was
1: shattered. He was the laughing stock of Melbourne until, out of nowhere, the tide
6: turned. Hey, we're still taking your calls on Cockadoodle doo and you guys are as soft as you're showing this kid some real triple empathy. Hey, guys, look,
3: I'm listexic, and leave should you guys alone him.
6: Yeah, nice one, Yoda.
4: Hey, I've got a st- 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 stutter, and you should just st- st- leave him al- leave him alone.
6: Yeah. Okay, 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 buddy.
2: Yeah. G'day. Look, I've got Tourette's, and I reckon you should just leave this kid alone.
6: Will Michael
1: follow his dream and try another Black Thunder cross, or will he go back to his hairdressing course at TAFE? The answer to these and more rhetorical questions next time on Black Thunder Belly, 8:30 Wednesdays on Channel Nine, except in Melbourne where Eddie Maguire spends two hours reading statistics from the 1990 AFL Grand Final. The following is based on real events in Melbourne, Victoria, between 1996 and 2004. It's a story of love, lust, greed and no-repeat workdays. This is Black Thunderbelly. After Michael Dixon, Triple M's latest Black Thunder wonder, made an off-air blunder that made him want a chunder, he's been summoned into the office of program director Bruce Cowboy Boots to face the music. The best bloody mix of music in Melbourne, that is...
5: Mate, 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 I don't give a rat's back sack and crack. I'm telling you, for the last time, Triple M will not have a pregnant chick working in the Black Thunders. I don't give a stuff if she's up the duff. She's meant to be letting blokes stare at her buns, not put one in her oven. Next she'll be giving away icy cold cans of breast milk or triple embryos or wanting to be paid the same as the blokes. She gets rid of it or we get rid of her. The end. Roll credits. Ah, triple embryo, nice one cowboy There's no off switch on the genius button Okay, come in kid, what's your name again? Uh, it's Michael Dixon Oh, Dicko, Cocko, Cockers, cock doodle doo oh, I remember now, you're the kid with the spontaneous dyslexia Stutter, lisp and chourette Jeez mate, in my 36 years in radio That was the worst thundercross I've ever heard Listen to this You can grab some c- 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 Cold hard c- 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 But, and this is a massive but Think Ricky made a g-string. <laughs> nice one, cowboy. I'm not going to fire you. You know why? Because it was piss-funny. I mean, listen to this.
2: And f- gate f- shopping. F- Look, I'm really sorry. The nerves just got to me and I just... Yeah,
5: yeah, tell someone who cares, Stuttering Jack. Look, you seem like a good kid, so I'm going to help you out. Pass me that tape near your hand.
2: Uh, cowboy gold, 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 volume 36. Yeah, that's
5: the one. Now sit back, listen and learn from the cowboy. Tip one, don't be afraid to chuck in some gags or a song. You now, here's how I used to combine the two of them when I was working at 1242 3TR Sound of Gippsland and the Valley. But if you're one of the first girls down here today, you could be rooting in the back of the ute, rooting in the back of the ute.
2: <laughs> but isn't that a Kevin bloody Wilson song? <laughs> it
5: doesn't matter when your material's that much of a pisser. No one will ask questions. And the next thing is to remember, it's showbiz. Big smiles all the time. Like that fella on The Price is Right. Larry Emder Larry Triple Emder Haven't you learned anything? It's all about branding, kid I'm starting to think you have a triple empty head Now, I don't know why But I've got a feeling in my guts about you cockers Or is it? Could be just indigestion But I'm going to give you another chance We've got a massive concert next week It'll be bigger than the Big Day Out, Woodstock and Expo 88 combined And I want you to do the on-stage giveaways Wow, what's the concert? Chumbawamba! Live in Footscray West Or as we're calling it Chumbawamba Palooza Pretty catchy, huh? When Michael gets
1: knocked down, will he get up again? Are they ever gonna keep him down? Find out next time on Black Thunderbelly, 8.30 on Channel 9. Except in Melbourne, where Eddie Maguire provides an in-depth analysis of just how amazing the host was at the 2003 Logies. The following is based on real events in Melbourne, Victoria, between 1996 and 2004. It's a story of love lust, greed and never more than nine minutes of ads in a row. It's make or break for Michael Doo Dixon. Triple M Program Director Bruce Cowboy Boots has given him one last chance. In minutes he'll be on stage doing the prize giveaways at Chumbawamba Palooza. Chumbawamba, live in Footscray West.
4: Hello, you must be new. I'm Mandy, from the Golden Mix FM Prize Patrol. But everyone calls me Randy Mandy.
2: Uh, hi, I'm Michael.
4: Are you okay? You're sweating like you're in the Singapore airport with 12 condoms that smack up your butt. Yeah,
2: I'm meant to be doing the on-stage giveaways in like five minutes, but I just can't do it.
4: Are you Yahoo serious? I know people who would lick the sweat off Meatloaf's man boobs for this opportunity. It's Chumba Wumba, man. The Wumba. They're going to be bigger than the Beatles. Hell, they're going to be bigger than Jesus. If you had one shot, one opportunity to seize everything you ever wanted, would you capture it or just let it slip?
2: Wow, that's good. Is that a quote?
4: Not yet, but it will be one day. Let's move on before we mess up the timeline.
2: I don't know, Mandy. I just... I don't know if radio is my thing. Maybe I should just go back to studying physics.
4: Physics? Seriously, Michael, you work for Triple M, the M's... Quitting them to study physics would be like quitting working at the Playboy Mansion to become an accountant. How many cars do you see driving around with Physics Rocks Frankston stickers?
2: Yeah, but at least I understand physics. At least I know that E equals triple MC squared. Oh my god, E equals triple MC squared. I did it! What? I put the triple M branding on something that has absolutely nothing to do with triple M. Huh? You see, at triple M we brand everything. The triple MCG, the triple Empire State Building, Larry triple Mder, that British chick, the actor... Triple Emma Thompson. And now I've got my own. Bootsy is going to be so proud.
1: Was this the turning point in Michael's career? Oh, I don't know. I'm just the voiceover guy. And they only give me my parts of the script. So let's find out. Ladies and gentlemen, from Triple M, please welcome
2: to the stage, it's cock All right, Footscray, are you ready to rock? Are you ready to get crazy? Well, if you want to win a Triple M Rocks Igneous Rocks sticker, I want to hear the person saying my name in the loudest voice tonight. Come on, let's hear it! Lock-a-doodle-doo.
3: Lock-a-doodle-doo. 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 Lock-a-doodle-doo.
1: Standing on stage with more than 3,000 people chanting his name was a moment Michael would never forget, unless of course he was to sustain some sort of head injury, resulting in post-traumatic amnesia. Thankfully, that didn't happen, and. As he left the stadium that night, he had only one song on his mind. For once it wasn't that one, it was this one. Was love in and on the air? Could a romance blossom between two very different people from very different ends of the FM dial? Or would it be a real-life battle of the sexes? And most importantly, would Michael turn that song off before the other Triple M staff called him a massive poof? Answers to these and more rhetorical questions next time on Black Thunderbelly. 8.30, Wednesdays on Channel 9. Except in Melbourne, where Eddie Maguire plays celebrity cook-off with comedian Steady Eddie in Ready Steady Eddie. The following is based on real events in Melbourne, Victoria between 1996 and 2004. It's a story of love, lust, greed and never more than eight minutes without hearing Copperhead Road by Steve Earle. This is Black Thunderbelly. Things were going from strength to strength for our Black Thunderboy wonder, Michael Dixon. His live crosses were showing no sign of his stutter, lisp, dyslexia or Tourette's.
3: And get down to Hungry Jack's, where if you let us wax your back, sack and crack, we will fill your dacks with stacks and stacks of cold, hard cash. Plus some tickets to Mad Max at IMAX.
2: Even though his mates were jealous, he was hanging out with the hottest celebs. Hey Mike, you up for some pool tonight? Oh, sorry bro, I'm hosting an in-store for Taxi Ride at Brash's.
5: Oh, well, what about
2: after? Nah, I promised the lead singer of Taxi Ride, Jason Singh, I'd go for a drink with him. Jason Singh, how brilliant is that? His name is Singh, and that's what he does in the band, he sings. <laughs> what are the other blokes in the band called? Larry Guitar and Damien Drums.
3: Oh, so you can't make it. Okay. Look,
2: don't have a sook. I'm not blowing you off for just anyone. It's Taxi Ride, man. They're the new 1927. And it's not every day you get to hang out with a true rock star like Jason Singh. Have you read the lyrics to get set? He's the Australian John Lennon, man.
1: And Michael was even picked to do some crucial voiceover work.
2: And action. <clears throat> Triple
1: M. Oh, gold cockers, gold. That's the best one I've heard
2: since the original. Remember this one? Triple It's only a matter of time, kid, and you'll be
3: ready to tackle the ultimate. This one. Triple M. Just keep practising, mate. Hang in there.
1: And above all this was the new love of Michael's life. Oh, man. He and Randy Mandy from Golden Mix FM were officially an item and Michael was trying to write a song for her on his guitar which had just doubled in value after being autographed by Jason Singh from Taxi Ride.
4: Hey Michael, how's my guitar superstar going?
2: Oh, Going well baby. It's only a matter of time until I am the next Tommy Triple M Annual. How's was your day?
4: Oh, worst day ever. I was stuck doing promo all day for Who Dares Wins with Mike Whitney and Tanya Zayeta. Oh. Oh, that guy has hair you could clean your saucepans with. <laughs> and by the end of the day, I felt like saying to Tanya, OK, here's a $50 note. It's all yours if you just get the f*** out of my face.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, let's make out.
1: <laughs> Michael had never been so happy in all his life, but things were about to get messy. Triple M program director Bruce Cowboy Boots heard that Michael was sleeping with the enemy and immediately called him to his office.
5: There are only two rules you need to know. One, all mic breaks should start with the phrase, Oh, yeah. And two, you do not sleep with the enemy. I mean, do you think Richard Stubbs is doing the horizontal macarena with ugly Phil? Mate, I'll read you something from my best-selling autobiography, Boots, Shoots and Leaves. Here it is, page 82. Behind every good man is a string of hot women who hung around to go boom, boom, boom back in his room, but not long enough to get their hands on his cash. Sorry, his cold, hard cash. Keep it that way and you'll keep your triple employment here. Triple employment. (laughs) Nice one, cowboy. <laughs> Will Michael
1: listen to Cowboy and boot scoot his cute root? Find out next time on Black Thunderbelly, 8.30 Wednesdays on Channel 9. Except in Melbourne, where Eddie Maguire presents Eddie's Balls, the Eddie Charlton story. The following is based on real events in Melbourne, Victoria between 1996 and 2004. It's a story of love, lust, greed, and none of that rap crap. This is Black Thunderbelly. Michael had only 24 hours to make the biggest decision of his life. The words of program director Bruce Cowboy Boots were still ringing in his ears.
5: You do not sleep with the enemy.
1: Yes, that's right. He had to lose the girl or lose the job. Cockers was being cock-blocked. In fact, you could say it was a non-stop block of cock-blocking. To make matters worse, that night he was hosting yet another massive event for the band already being dubbed by Radio Insiders as the new Chumbawamba. Live at the Darren Mullane Oval in Collingwood, or Pants Park as it was known to locals, it was the Mighty Mighty Boss Tones. And, once again, the crowd were made for loving Michael. So much so, in fact, that you could be forgiven for thinking we just used the same crowd audio from Chumbawamba-Palooza. And then, the three moments that elevated Michael from Boy Thunder to Radio Rockstar. First, a hot blonde streaker invades the stage, runs past Michael and blows him a kiss. Without skipping a beat, he says.
2: Oh, man! I'd love to get my hands on those icy cold cans!
1: Then, a speaker blows, causing a deafening sound of distortion. Ordinarily, this could mean tragedy, but not for our hero.
2: Seriously, guys, thanks Thanks for for your feedback.
1: And finally, as he's bringing the Bostones to the stage, he delivers one of the great unauthorised branding moments in the history of Triple M.
2: People of Collingwood, make, make some, noise, some noise, and noise, and welcome to the stage, the mighty, mighty Bostones! Singing their smash hit, the Triple M pressure that I get!
1: Michael's brand new Nokia 6110 Mobile was going berserk. Congratulations were flooding in from his family, friends, and even Cowboy.
5: Great job, son. Fucking great job. If I had a daughter, I would let you have a crack at her. Actually, I do have a daughter. She's a bit of a pog. Might even be a lezzo. She keeps borrowing all the KD Lang CDs from the station. But I digress. You did great today. Jeez, I'm getting all triple emotional.
1: Backstage, the booze was flowing, and somehow the blonde streaker had smuggled her lukewarm cans into the VIP area.
2: Oh, Oh, I almost didn't recognize you with your clothes on.
4: Ah, <laughs> you're so funny.
2: Nice to meet you, babe. My name's Michael
4: Mike... Dixon, aka Cockadoodle Doo. I know exactly who you are. I love listening to you on the radio. I can't believe I'm even talking to you. My friends are going to be like so jealous. Oh, can I get a photo of you for my Myspace?
2: No, it hasn't been invented yet.
4: Ah, <laughs> good call. Um, sorry if this is a touch forward, but do you like salt and pepper? Because let's talk about sex, baby.
2: Would Michael
1: choose to stay loyal to the woman he loved? Or would he? Find out next time on Black Thunderbelly. 8.30 Wednesday nights on Channel 9. Except in Melbourne, where Eddie Maguire performs Money's Too Tight to Mention with his new tribute band, Simply Edge. The following is based on real events in Melbourne, Victoria between 1996 and 2004. It's a story of love, lust, greed, and really cool bomber jackets that'll never go out of fashion. This is Black Thunderbelly. Our hero Michael was living the high life backstage at the Mighty Mighty Boston's when a streaker named Eileen propositioned him. Now he had a decision to make. No, not whether Double Denim was a good look for his DJ gig that night at the Burwood Blue Light Disco even bigger. Should he be loyal to his girlfriend Mandy? Or was he about to? It was at times like these Michael needed some spiritual guidance so Cocker thought of the words of his own personal Obi-Wan Kenobi young MC.
3: and
1: And sadly, like so many who had come before him, from JFK to Mick Jagger to
2: Tickle Me Elmo,
1: Michael couldn't resist the temptation of a groupie.
2: So Eileen, have you ever wanted to see what it looks like in the back of a black thunder? Well,
4: you know what they say, Michael, if the black thunder's rockin', don't come (laughs) a-knockin'. Come here, cockers. Mmm, that's nice. Mm. Oh, Oh. Oh. could we change positions? I have a taxi ride triple pack sticking in my back.
1: But unfortunately for Michael, but quite lucky for the plot of this episode, while Eileen was taking him down to Funky Town, she accidentally hit the button on his brand-new 6110.
4: Hello babe? Hello? Hello Michael? Hello? Can you hear me? Michael? Michael are you there? Michael? Hello? Michael? Michael Michael, what are you
2: doing? Mandy heard the
1: whole thing. She was shot through the heart and Michael was to blame He'd given love a bad name.
2: Michael. Oh, Mandy never did this for me. Oh, I feel
3: so triple m
2: Michael
1: may have lost the girl, but he had kept his job at Triple M and got a whole new attitude.
2: Yeah, sorry, buddy. Club as members only tonight. Listen here, Meathead. Don't you know who I am? I'm doodle Doo from Triple M, man. And Cockadoodle Doo doesn't doodle doo lineups. Do you think Timbo and Bettas ever have to line up? I'm here partying with the boys from Hey Hey, man. Yeah,
6: right, mate. People try that all the time. I had a bloke here the other night trying to convince me he was Tracy Bartram.
2: Uh, excuse me, Mr. Bouncer.
6: Oh, my God.
7: Dickie Knee. Yes, Mr. Bouncer. Cock a doodle doo. He's with me and these fine ladies.
6: Okay, sure. But aren't you married, John?
7: Who's John? I'm Dickie Knee. <laughs> Come on, ladies. There's enough stick for everyone.
1: Michael was out of control. He had betrayed his friends, his family, and Mandy, and now he wanted more.
2: Yeah, hello, cowboy. It's Cockers. Good, mate. Look, I'm overdoing this Black Thunder thing. I think it's time for me to take the next step. I think it's time for the cock doodle doo show.
1: Will Michael get his own show? Is this the end of the road for our Thunderboy wonder? How do you mend a broken heart? All good questions, apart from the last one, which I think is a B.G. song. Find out next time on Black Thunderbelly, 8.30 Wednesdays on Channel 9. Except in Melbourne, where Eddie Maguire has commissioned split ends to reform for a one-off performance of Icy Ed, Icy Ed, Icy Ed. The following is based on real events in Melbourne, Victoria between 1996 and 2004. It's a story of love, lust, greed, and the belief that a rat's tail will never go out of fashion. This is Black Thunderbelly. Working at Triple M had quickly propelled Michael from a world of rock, sport, and comedy to a world of sex, drugs, and rock and roll. But his new C-list celebrity status was causing problems with his flatmates.
4: Dixon, where the heck have you been? I've been scared shirtless.
2: Mum, stop embarrassing me. I can't stay home with you anymore watching Tonight Live with Steve Vizard and complaining about how much David Letterman ripped him off. I'm a black thunder driver now and I've been out partying with Girlfriend.
4: Oh, you, you have a girlfriend? Or are you back with that
2: lovely Mandy? No, Mum, not a girlfriend. Girlfriend the band, GF4. You must know their song Take It From Me. And Take It From Me, Mum, they're going to be bigger than the Spice Girls. And tonight I hooked up with Siobhan Heidenreich. You know her brother is Dougie the pizza boy?
4: But Michael, it's 5am. And is that smoke I can smell? Oh, are you smoking now?
2: Yes, mum. Two words. Deal with it. Smoking is cool. Puffy jackets are cool. I'm cool. Who cares if I get triple emphysema? Ha <laughs> triple, <coughs> triple emphysema. <coughs> I one, Cockers
4: Oh would you stop calling yourself Cockers
1: But that smoke was nothing Compared to the amount program director Bruce Cowboy Boots Was blowing up Michael's ass After hearing his demo
5: Cockers your demo was bloody sensational Haven't heard something this funny on Triple M Since I released my novelty song Rootin' in the back of the boots Seriously mate pass me that fire extinguisher kid Cause you are like Michael Jackson in a Pepsi ad On fire No, No no don't really pass it mate just an expression. Idiot. Yep, yeah, love the demo. Haven't heard something this edgy on the radio since I played a recording of Crowded House's Farewell to the World concert I illegally taped. I'm a Walkman. Wow. Did you get in trouble? Pluck a bloody duck. No, you're forgetting that I'm Bruce Cowboy Boots. I'm practically best mates with the Finn Brothers. Really? Are you serious? Shit yeah. They're over at my place for a porto all the time. Noel and Tom and bloody Huckleberry. Whatever their names are. Wow. You know what? I reckon they'll make a comeback one day. Mark my words. Crowded House will never reform, never ever in a million years. In fact, there's more chance of that gladiator show coming back. <laughs> Gladiators.
2: Oh my god. Yeah, Vulcan ready. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Michael's demo of the Cockadoodle Doo show had triple M press the boss. Now, it was time for Michael to deliver.
5: It's time for the Cockadoodle Doo show.
2: Ah oh, yeah. Cock is here and welcome to the first ever Cockadoodle Doo show. I thought I'd kick off my first show with a special a cappella performance from Millie Vanilli. Take it away, guys.
0: <laughs>
2: Great job, guys. Up next hour, we'll get the boys back in to perform Paul Simon's Sounds of Silence. Sorry, I've got to warn you that sort of stuff will happen on my show from time to time because I'm a bit of a cock a doodle doofus. And hey, here at Triple M, it's the widest music variety and here's just some of the stuff on the way in the next couple of hours. There's this... Oh, yeah. Then we'll do some of this. And when you're looking for variety, you can't go past this. Yep, it's all on the Cockadoodledoo Show on...
1: Martin Luther King's dream might have never happened, but Michael's dream had come true. But would it last... I hope not, because it would be a pretty boring plot from now on if it does. Will Michael blow his big shot? Will Noel and Tom get together and reform Crowded House? And most importantly, will gladiators ever return? Or is it a see you later, later? The answer to at least one of these questions next time on Black Thunderbelly. 8.30, Wednesdays on Channel 9. Except in Melbourne, where Eddie Maguire holds a guitar, grows a beard and forms... Ed Zeppelin. The following is based on real events in Melbourne, Victoria, between 1996 and 2004. It's a story of love, lust, greed, and all killer, no filler. This is Black Thunderbelly. It was approaching the year 2000, or as Triple M Program Director Bruce Cowboy Boots was calling it, the Triple M Millennium. The Doodle Doodle-Doo Show had been on the air for more than a year, and Michael's ratings and confidence were higher than ever.
5: It's time for the Cockadoodle
2: Doo Show! Okay, you're listening to cockadoodle doo on Trip Trip. <coughs> Up soon we'll play the IRA's favorite game, Beat the Bomb. But right now let's go to a completely random caller with some completely random comments about the music variety here at <coughs> Hello Random Caller! Yeah
3: hi, this is Greg from a lower socio-economic suburb, at least 40 minutes out of the city. And I just wanted to say that me and my mates at our blue-collar workplace really enjoy the music variety on Triple M. It's a great mix of rock, sport, and comedy. Triple M. Rock, sport, and comedy. Yes, couldn't have said it better myself. Thanks, Greg. Oh, no, I'm not really Greg. It's Tony from Sales, Cockers. I'm just reading the script you gave me.
2: Okay, you are live on the station that rocks the docks and shakes the lakes. (laughs) And now let's check your traffic with our triple thunder eye in the sky, the triple M chopper. Hello, Mad Dog.
3: Yeah, hey, cockers. I'm coming at you live from the triple thunder eye in the sky. And the traffic down Punt Road is like Trevor Hendy after eating those 12-week fix for breakfast. Backed up. Oh, yeah.
2: <laughs> nice one, Mad Dog.
3: Anything else to report? We're about to head past the Hotel California, take a left under Copperhead Road, down the street with no name, and then hit the highway to hell, baby. Hey, um, hey, what happened
2: to the helicopter?
3: Uh, sorry, cockers, it's, um, it's Tony from sales again, mate. I was just reading the script you gave me, and that uh, chopper sound effects in here. Oh, <laughs> all right, you are locked on... <laughs> ...with
2: cock doodle doo ah! And it's time for the segment that never gets old or predictable. Oh,
4: hi, it's, it's Beryl from Berwick here. And, yeah, my bloke always annoys me because he bloody leaves the dunny seat up all the time.
3: Yeah, hey, it's Will from Williamstown here. Yeah, my chick annoys me because she's always banging on about equal pay for equal work. I mean, what's all that about? Yeah,
2: okay, sounds like your missus might be a Leso there, Will. But stick around because after this I'll be waxing my chest live on the air for absolutely no reason. What do you think of that, old Asian dude? Wax on, wax off.
1: But Michael was starting to get too big for his newly purchased cowboy boots. And some of his ideas meant that management weren't too
2: triple impressed. Yes, yeah, okay, well, we've done Battle of the Sexes, but up next, it's Lisa Simpson versus Kenny G in Battle of the Saxes. <laughs> now other shows might give you triple plays, but here on the cockadoodle doo show, I know you deserve more. So introducing the Cockadoodle-Do
3: Play!
2: Oh, that's right, K-Sound, 27 times in a row,
3: uninterrupted. Hi, this is Tony, working in sales at Triple M, and Triple M rocks my workplace. I love my heart to the
2: Yes, you're on the Cockadoodle Doo Show. And 1 if you know the answer to our mystery nine at nine, a common theme that connects the nine songs we've just played. Hello, Triple M, what do you think the theme is?
3: Yeah, uh, is the theme uh, that they're all songs that test well with Triple M's target demographic of males aged 30 to 40 years old?
2: Absolutely correct. And your prize is to request any song you like right now, providing the title of the song rhymes with Kray Slam. What about K Great pick, buddy. Anything else you want to say?
3: Triple M rock my workplace by having tightly edited callers speak right up till the vocals start.
1: Was our hero getting too confident? Had he gone from a cock a doodle doo to a cocky doodle doo? Would his pride come before a fall? And most importantly, who stole the cookies from the cookie jar? The answer to at least some of these questions, next time on Black Thunderbelly, 8.30 Wednesdays on Channel 9. Except in Melbourne, where Eddie McGuire commissions Tom Clancy to rework his most popular book, making it The Hunt for Ed October. <laughs> The following is based on real events in Melbourne, Victoria between 1996 and 2004. It's a story of love, lust, greed and wearing a mobile phone attached to your jeans to show how posh you are. This is Black Thunderbelly. It was 2001, Michael's show had been on the air for two years.
5: It's time for the Coffee Little Show.
2: Yes, well, you may have heard of Battle of the Sexes, but here on The Cockadoodle Doo Show, I like to do things differently. So, up next, it's Lisa Simpson versus Kenny G in Battle of the Saxes.
1: Michael was making a mockery of the very industry he worked in.
2: Yes, you're on The doodle Doo Show. And I know other shows do the secret sound, but that bores me. So, right now, it's time for doodle Doo's Not So Secret Sound. Here it is. Yes, it's a cat meowing. 13353, If you think you know what the not so secret sound is, yeah, hi. Is it a cat meowing? Yes, it is. Congratulations, and your prize is to request absolutely any song you like right now, providing its title rhymes with Krayslan. Oh, what about Kaysan?
3: Oh, great pick, buddy. Anything else you want to say? Yeah, Triple M rocks my blue collar workplace by having totally edited callers talking right up to when the vocals start.
1: And then it happened. The moment when Michael took it one step too far.
2: Now, I was in a club a few weeks back and this absolute peanut, Stephen Jacobs, wanted to step up to yours truly. Now, if you're unfamiliar with the name Stephen Jacobs, just look up the term has been in the dictionary (laughs) yeah he was that little ferret on that all together now show you know with John English as Bobby Rivers and Bruno Lucia as the Wayne chasing all the chicky babes god kill me now so anyway this Jacobs guy wants to step to me here is my challenge me versus Steven Jacobs boxing off for charity three rounds and to set up my challenge as an exclusive on the Cockadoodle Doo show I'm going to do it with my brand new character triple Eminem Kids, do you like cold chisel? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you like it from the man who is the future Barry Bissell? Uh-huh. Well, is here. In your ear. I'm just like Uncle Barry except I ain't no freaking queer My no-repeat workday, just switch it on I don't believe in violence but I always, always beat, beat the bomb. bomb And what about ratings? I carumba, I'm always number one Just like my homie Chumawamba The boy Wonder from Black Thunder Climbing to the top because I never make a blunder Hi. My name is what? My name is Who? My name is <laughs> Triple M the ladies? I try to shoot straight, but I can't figure out which chick from Bardo I want to impregnate. <coughs> Definitely not Katie Underwood though, that's for sure, no rangers for me. Huh. I'm a superstar, yeah, number one, think of me as Smash Mouth cause I'm walking on the sun, but I've got a little problem, his name is Steve, I met him in a club, kinda late on New Year's Eve. Stephen Jacobs, yeah, that's his name, of early 90s altogether now fame. Now this guy, Steve, he told me to leave. He was on the TV when I was wearing nappy. That's pretty crappy. He tried to slap me. Stop. Steven Jacobs, some washed up child star, wants a piece of cockers. Time to get nasty. So this is my response, dear Mr. Jacobs. it's cocker's here. You know your girly slap spilled a bit of my, my beer. beer. Now I hadn't seen your face for many years since back in '93 when, when you still had a career. career. Oh dear! Ha <laughs> A little tear. Looks like Stephen Jacobs is the next Bruno, Bruno Lucia.
1: Would Stephen Jacobs take the challenge? Would he stand up to Cocker Doodle Do? And would he go on to one day host a survey-based TV show that would be axed after two episodes? The answers to at least one of these questions next time on Black Thunderbelly, 8.30 Wednesdays on Channel 9. Except in Melbourne, where we find out just how sexy Eddie Maguire is when he transforms into Right Said Ed. (laughs) The following is based on real events in Melbourne, Victoria between 1996 and 2004. It's a story of love, lust, greed, and fake callers.
3: Oh, yeah, I love whichever band and or song you're about to play.
1: It was 2002. Michael's show had been on the air for three years, but after slagging off actor Stephen Jacobs in an offensive rap song, was his world about to do a melon camp and come crumbling down? We pick up the story in the office of the Triple M program director.
5: Yeah, it's a great idea. We get me doing bloody hilarious comedy songs and Greg Ritchie doing my hat and my coat, and we do an album called Cowboy and the Indian. Yeah, shove that up your ass, 12th man. Yeah, g'day mate, come in, sit down, how the pluck-a-duck are you, Bruce Cowboy Boots is my handle, (laughs) I guess you probably already know me from a short-lived Channel 7 series, Touched by a Cowboy. You must be the new
6: Black Thunder driver. Hi, I'm Steve Jacobs, host of Just Kidding.
5: Oh, suck a sav. Sorry about that, mate. Seriously, though, you look like a man-child. I mean, do you even have pubes yet? Strike that. Apparently I'm not allowed to ask that anymore after the trouble I have with that work experience chick in promotions. Anywho, bubba thanks for coming in, although it's pretty late in the day now.
6: Uh, sorry, mate, just got in. Uh, Bruno LeChi and I have been out all night meeting chicky babes. ha
5: ha 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 ha, chicky babes. I'll tell you something for free. That catchphrase will never get old. He puts the schlong in longevity, that Bruno Lucia, him and Effie, both bloody wogs, but both bloody brilliant. And that Nick Giannobolos, gold. Anyway, it's like I told Cockers, you've got to have a catchphrase. Hey, Steve, you like this one. You're a bit of a joker. What did Con the Fruiter say when he met Molly Meldrum and Boy George? Couple of gays. Beautiful. Nice one, cowboy. Now, what's this problem you're having with my boy, Cockers?
6: Mate, doesn't he know who I am? Of
5: course he does, mate. Everyone knows you, mate. We all loved all together now. Mate, 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 mate. I mean, there's no bingles, but then again, Shane Bourne is supreme, mate. The Bourne supremacy, you could say gold, Cockers. Anyway, don't stress, we love you here at the Triple
6: Empire State Building. Don't worry about Cockers, mate. It's just jokes. Look, he's just some pumped-up Black Thunder driver. I'm the star of All Together Now. And don't forget the world's funniest commercials, the world's greatest dummy spits, the world's greatest stunts and stuff-ups, the weatherman on today, and the power of ten. Hold your
5: wild horses there a second, Steve. I'm pretty sure a couple of those shows won't even be commissioned for another ten years. No, but I predict they'll all be brilliant. Mate, don't worry about it. Look, I'll tell you a story, mate. About 10 years ago, I was doing the brekkie shift on 1242 3TR Sound of Gippsland and the Valley. It was a great gig, mate. We had this thing. If you answered your phone and said, G'day, I'd like to root in a ute with boots, you'd win $12.42. Gold. But anyway, mate, I was doing this in-store at Brashes at Gippsland Shopping Centre, where it was always 21 degrees and fine with the guys from Sale of the Century. Sale in sale, we called it gold. But anyway, I'm trying to have a crack at Elise Plat when bloody Tony Barber cut my lunch. Who am I? I'll tell you who you are. You're a dickhead, mate. So all I'm saying is celeb feuds happen all the time. So don't worry about it, Michael, mate.
6: Mate, Michael who? and I don't mean that in the hilarious way my co-star and all together now Gary Who does look Steve
5: I'd like to help you here maybe we can settle this in the way all disagreements between celebrities should be settled a celebrity boxing match for charity that's what I'm talking about now that's a good catchphrase so we have a dealio
6: then mate all I'm saying is when I'm finished with him it won't be just John English who has two black eyes could this be the beginning of the end for Michael what's the frequency Kenneth? and
1: who am I the answer to at least one of these questions next time on Black Thunderbelly, 8.30 Wednesdays on Channel 9. Except in Melbourne, where Eddie McGuire stuffs his mouth with hay and sugar cubes to become Mr. Ed. The following is based on real events in Melbourne, Victoria between 1996 and 2004. It's a story of love, lust, greed and Rocktober. Steely Danurey macy dc no repeat worked april hey hey it's saturday april and who can forget hey do you think molly is gay april the challenge had been set dixon versus jacobs the way feuds have been settled since the beginning of time no not pistols at dawn a celebrity boxing match for charity in the red corner michael cock doodle doo dixon in the blue corner stephen any job will do jacobs But just before more blows were exchanged than in a Mimi McPherson celebrity sex tape, this happened.
2: Yes, you're on the Cockadoodle Doo Show. On. And I've got an announcement to make. I will not be fighting Stephen Jacobs. Because on the very same night, I'll be at a concert for the hottest new act since Chumba And let me give you a Cocker's guarantee. Cocker's guarantee. This band will be around for a very long time. This band will be bigger than the Beatles. Hell, they'll be bigger than Jesus. They'll be bigger than Jesus Jones. They'll be bigger than if Jesus and Buddha got together at a party, hooked up and had a baby. (laughs) And in an age of pathetic plastic pop songs and novelty acts like Lost El Rio, a band like this can single-handedly save rock music forever. That band is the Androids.
1: I'd
3: rather do it with my
1: doodle doo, aka Fox that rocks, has decided not to box. And he thought everything would return to normal. But the next morning, he would receive a phone call that would change his life forever.
2: Cockadoodle doo, how are you? Oh, hi, Mum. Yeah, roast dinner would be great. Oh, and can I get my favourite dessert as well? Oh, Mum, don't make me say it. Okay, sticky date. Yes, I love Sticky Date. You happy now?
1: Uh, that was somewhat weird and awkward. No, not that phone call. This one.
2: Chuck, doodle doo how are you? Oh, g'day, cowboy. Nah, nah, I'm not fighting him. Yeah, because I'm going to see the androids. The androids? They're like the Sharp, without the skivvies. And I've said it before and I'll say it again, you can never make money as a musical act wearing skivvies. What? Are you serious? Black Thunders? Why?
1: Program director Bruce Cowboy Boots was spitting chips, literally. They had too much vinegar on them and he had a paper cut on his tongue. But he was also very angry. The fight had been a massive promo for Triple M and Michael pulling out had Triple M embarrassed him. He decided it was time Cocker's experienced a little ACDC back in black. Thunders,
2: that is.
4: Oh, Michael, dear, what's wrong?
2: They axed my show, Mum.
6: Why? When? Where? Well,
2: because I won't fight Stephen Jacobs. I can't believe it. My blood, sweat, and tears went into that show. I feel sorry for the cleaners who had to wipe them off the panel. But now I'm a laughing stock like that Australia's Naughtiest Home Video show.
4: Well, at least Kerry Packard didn't call you and fire you while you were on air.
2: No, it was much worse than that. James Packer called me to talk about Scientology. Have you got any idea what Criminon is, Mum? Oh, this is horrible. With no cockadoodle-doo show, there's no cockadoodle do I gave everything to that show, and now all I have to show for it is two bomber jackets, a signed whip from Big Brother's Andy the Dominatrix, and a frame photo with Gary, the guy who played Doug on All Together Now. Gary Who? Yeah, that's right. Oh my god, this can't be happening. My head is just filled with rhetorical questions. Why me? Where did it all go wrong? And why is there suddenly a piano player in our lounge room? Ooh, sorry, guys. Uh, I'll leave then, shall I? Could
1: this be the end of the road for Michael's radio career? Or would he become a slutty lion, swallowing his pride in returning to the Black Thunders? Find out next time on Black Thunderbelly, 8.30, Wednesdays on Channel 9. Except in Melbourne, where Annie Maguire joins Bill Laurie at the International Pigeon Racing Championships for Bill and Ed's excellent adventure. Whoa, party on, dude. <laughs> the following is based on real events in Melbourne, Victoria between 1996 and 2004. It's a story of love, lust, greed and creed. Yes, that's right, creed. In a bid to bolster ratings, Triple M were currently making a play for the lucrative religious market with their new mix of rock, sport and Christianity, Stairway to Heaven triple plays and Triple M Rocks Heaven bumper stickers. Meanwhile, the artist formerly known as cock doodle doo Michael Dixon had been given the boot by Bruce Cowboy Boots back to the Black Thunders. But like ugly Dave Grey will tell you when he's selling you nasal spray, you can't keep a good man down. And Michael had a plan. A cunning plan. Take a listen to his pre-recorded Black Thunder Cross.
2: Hi, this is Doo. Catch up with us now to score a heap of icy cold cans of Coke. And if you're the first person to wax your back, sack and crack, do it on air and you'll win the comeback CD from the Fine Young Cannabis.
1: Pretty innocent, right? Or was it? Yes, it was. Or was it? Yes, it was. Didn't you hear me the first time? Or was it? OK, you got me. It wasn't. Have a listen to what happened when Michael raced back to the studio and put his editing skills into practice.
2: Hi, this is Doo. Catch up with us now to score a heap of ice, crack and cannabis.
1: You see, Michael knew that no one at Triple M ever listened to the Black Thunder Crosses. When he was a jock, he used to use them as an opportunity to have a smoke in the disabled toilets or get one of the girls in sales to have a look at his non-stop block of cock doodle doo <laughs> So Michael had decided to use the trusted Triple M MMM brand to run an illegal drug business and what he was calling the Black Thunder Market, operating under the non-deplume drug moray.
2: OK, guys, welcome to the Black Thunders. Now, just hand me your cold hard cash and I'll get you some cold hard hash. <laughs> All right, just form a line over here and we can speed things along. And to wrap things up today, we're going to be playing a good old-fashioned game of Beat the Bong. Yeah.
1: Michael was finally living his dream.
2: Oh, I am finally living my dream. I
1: just said that. And he never had so much money in his whole life. Man, I've never had so much money in my life. Yeah, I just said that. So Jesus Christ, sometimes I feel like my narrator role is redundant. next they'll just interrupt me and start talking over my important narration. I've got so much
2: cash. This is amazing. I can go wherever I want. I can own whatever I want. Heck, I can even afford to buy lunch at the MCG. (laughs) Ha ha, zing. See what I did there because their prices are disproportionately exorbitant? Take that, hot pie man. I'm rich.
1: But then, in a rather convenient plot twist, as we're really trying to wind this series up in the next couple of weeks, Michael went too far.
5: Uh, where am I?
1: Police found Michael unconscious in a park after being spotted by witnesses headbutting a fence. After being revived, police found drugs in his pocket, plus various Scrabble tiles, including the letters G, H and B. The next day, he held a press conference.
2: I have never used it and I wouldn't use it. My radio career is too important to me. Whoever planted the G in my pocket also spiked my drink, probably with marijuana. I know what goes on around town. I'm a pretty savvy kind of guy.
3: Cockers, cockers. Who would have motive to plant drugs on you? And why?
2: I have reason to believe I was set up by Stephen Jacobs.
1: Was this the end for Michael? Could he talk his way out of this one? Or was he about to feel the sting of the police? Uh, no, they weren't touring. Find out next week on Black Thunderbelly. 8.30 Wednesdays on Channel 9. Except in Melbourne, where once again... Eddie Maguire joins Bill Laurie at the International Pigeon Racing Championships. This time for Bill and Ed's Bogus Journey. The following is based on real events in Melbourne, Victoria between 1996 and 2004. It's a story of love, lust, greed, and subtle client integration. By the way, I can't wait until they invent the all new Holden VE Ute. But I digress. Michael found out the hard way that the verve were right. The drugs don't work. And life is a bittersweet symphony for turning a black thunder into a crack thunder. And then trying to finger Stephen Jacobs, he was sentenced to two years cold hard prison time. (laughs) Michael quickly developed many firm relationships with other prisoners, but enough about the showers. He also struck up a friendship with a fellow prisoner, an elderly black man named Red, who bear a striking resemblance to Morgan Freeman.
2: Hey, Red, is it true you can, you know, get stuff in
7: here? I've been known to locate certain items from time to time. Well,
2: there is this one thing that... <laughs> well, it would be the world to me. And by the way, I loved you in Malcolm X. That was Denzel Washington, racist.
1: Despite Michael's afro part, Red worked his contraband magic to provide Michael with exactly what he had been dreaming of. No, it wasn't Zoo Weekly's breast-in-show edition. It was something that meant even more than that.
2: Oh, my God. I can't believe you got this for me. Uh, uh, I mean, what part of your body do you even smuggle one of these in? Uh, I'm just gonna plug it in.
1: In our darkest hour, some of us find God, some of us find Benny Hinn, then quickly change the channel. Michael found Chumbawamba. He was a born-again Chumbawamba man. Michael had a new lease of
2: life. Oh, I've got a new lease of life.
1: Oh, no, we're not doing that again. I mean, seriously, I'm not gonna put up with him repeating everything I say. It just makes me redundant.
2: Oh, why not?
1: No, look, hang, on. hang on. Now, you're trying to have a conversation with the narrator? No, this is ridiculous, seriously. You're
2: completely rooting the storyline and the tense... Uh, you're the one getting tense. I'm out here. I'm done. Oh, well, how how could this be? It worked for Kevin Arnold in the Wonder Years. <clears throat> okay. Michael had a new lease of life. He decided he would relaunch his career on prison radio with his friend Red as his wacky sidekick. He could even have a prison talent comp called Red Faces. Thanks, Michael. That's
7: like I've always said. In here, you either get busy living or get busy dying.
2: Yeah, that's a great catchphrase, Red, but it's not very commercial radio. How about this? The perfect mix of rock, sport and sodomy. I've got. What about a non-stop cell block of rock? Brilliant. Red, I could kiss you. Well, you
7: sure do have a pretty mouth, Michael.
1: Well, folks, there's only one action-packed week to go. Will there be a happy ending for our hero or just a regular massage? Would the screws let him play Jailbreak on his new show or would it be banned even in Macy D.C.? And most importantly of all, why am I doing the voiceovers again? Look, I needed the money. Okay, I'm, I'm addicted to Pringles. Once I pop, I I really can't stop. Find out the answers to probably none of these questions next week on Black Thunderbelly, 8.30 Wednesdays on Channel 9. Except in Melbourne, where Eddie Maguire opens yet another shop in his chicken franchise, Ed Rooster. The following is based on real events in Melbourne, Victoria between 1996 and 2004. It's a story of love, lust, greed, and people locked in glass boxes playing Suburban Survivor. Michael Cockadoodle Doo Dixon and his friendly fellow inmate Red were setting the prison FM radio airwaves on fire. Literally, Red had burnt the toast. <coughs>
2: that's the new track for the Chemical Brothers. (laughs) Nice one, Cockers. Now, all jokes aside, Red (coughs) has just burnt the toast.
7: That's right, Cockers. This here toast is as black as Denzel Washington.
2: (laughs) Oh, yeah. I loved him in the Shawshank Redemption as well. That was
7: Morgan Freeman, racist.
2: (laughs) Oh, well, I'll make good. This one here is going out to Morgan Washington. It's Back in Black by ACDC.
1: Michael's show on Prison FM was a rating success. Sure, it was the only station available, but the show had everything.
2: Good afternoon, Australia. You're listening to the non-stop cell block of rock with Cockers and Red. All thanks to Bubba in B-Block. If you need anything smuggled in, Bubba is your man. As he always says, hi, I'm Bubba and my ass is like rubber. <laughs> and remember, if you can find a cheaper price on any item, he will beat it by two cigarettes.
7: Massive show today, Cockers. We'll be playing Secret Shiv. If you can identify which prisoner made this scream ah! when they were stabbed with the Secret Shiv, you'll We'll grab this exclusive copy of Pentridge Pets, guaranteed to keep you warm on those lonely nights.
2: Then we'll be playing Beat the Bomb, which reminds me a massive shout out to the new bloke Osama, who's just started a ten stretch for building a bomb. Welcome to the big house, buddy! Ala, ala, ala! Oi, oi, oi! <laughs>
7: Plus, Loose Lips Lenny pops in for Battle of the Snitches.
2: Speaking of which, we start our search for the fugitive today. Not a radio promotion, OJ just escaped the other night. That's right, folks, the juice is on the loose. And finally, a big shout-out to Mungrel, who's doing a stretch in the infirmary after the nasty accident in the shop the other day when he was stabbed in the head with a chisel. Ooh, speaking of chisel, you're on Prison FM. Michael
1: was finally the king of radio, using all the classic competitions he had learned from his radio gods. From Timbo and Betters to Bruce Cowboy Boots.
2: OK, caller, can you identify the Prison FM secret sound?
3: <laughs> yeah, is it the sound of someone five minutes after reading at the prison canteen for the first time? Yes, it
2: is.
7: Congratulations. Red, what has he won? He's won a $50 voucher not redeemable for cash at the prison canteen. Michael even used his one
1: phone call for his hit radio show.
2: Hello? Hi, is this Kevin, the prison guard? Yes. Kevin, I've got some bad news. Your wife is dead. What? Who is this? <coughs> Just kidding, Kevin. It's Cockers on a Prison FM goo goo gotcha call. Your wife's not dead at all, mate. She is in hospital, though. She was in a terrible car accident. But at least she's not dead.
1: And so, ladies and gentlemen, that's where our story comes to an end. Or does it? No, of course it doesn't. It's the final episode. We're going to milk this baby for all it's worth. Part 2 of Black Thunderbelly Final Episode, up next. Ooh. Michael's antics were building him a cult following in prison. The other prisoners had all chipped in to buy him a gold microphone. The guards had helped him start his own King Cocker's record label, and he and Red were even in the running to host a prison reality series called Big Bubba.
2: Wow, this is going so well, Red. We almost need a manager, but where would we find one in here? It's a pity Glenn Wheatley is such an upstanding corporate citizen. He would be perfect.
7: I was talking to a guy, Carl, in the showers the other night, who reckons he can get me the contact details for Mick Gatto. I hear that guy has unique negotiation skills.
1: Michael was a reformed character. All his bitterness and ego was behind him. He even invited arch-nemesis Stephen Jacobs to join him in the studio for a heartfelt apology.
2: Look, Stephen, I did the wrong thing and I'll regret it for the rest of my life. I just want to say to you, I'm sincerely sorry. (laughs) Oh, Oh, Red, don't kill the mood. Stop it. You're so wacky.
1: Even if Red did kill the mood with some wacky sound effects. Meanwhile, Stephen Jacobs was just happy to appear on a show without it being axed.
2: Yeah, thanks, Stephen. Stick around, folks, because coming up next, we'll play What's in Red's Mouth.
1: And so, finally, as the story of Michael Cockerdoodle-Doo Dixon draws to a close, an old friend paid him
5: a visit. G'day, Cockers. How the Donald Duck are you? It's me, your mentor, Bruce Cowboy Boots, I'm really not sure why I'm introducing myself. I would have thought the voiceover bloke could have done it. But this episode has already gone for way too long. So let's move on. Look, I just want to say I love the new show. I'm triple impressed. And when you get out, you're welcome back at the M's anytime. In the meantime, keep rocking. And remember to avoid two blokes in the shower, Ben and Phil. That's bend over and film a Kraken. Ha 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 Gold, cowboy. That material's as fresh as when you read it on the back of the Dunny door at 1242 3TR, Sound of Gippsland and the Valley.
1: Then Michael had another surprise
0: visitor.
2: Oh, my God. It's comedian, radio host, TV presenter and author Will Anderson. What
0: are you doing here? Well, I haven't been in the whole series and... Everyone else has, so seeing this as the final episode, I just wrote myself in.
1: Well, that's a bit self-indulgent, isn't
0: it? Shut up. I write most of the things you say. Without me, you'd be nothing.
1: Well, if you did write most of the things I say, then surely you wrote that last bit I said and this bit, so why are you getting angry at me?
0: Oh, yeah. Good point. Well made. I'll be off then, so we can wrap this up. Oh well, nice to meet you,
2: Will. I love you on Spicks and Specs.
1: And finally, in a much less self-indulgent, but still quite predictable twist, Michael's old flame, Mandy, showed up.
4: Michael, I want you to know I still love you. I want to give us another shot, and I got you a present.
2: Oh my god, it's what I've always wanted my very own horse. Well, we all know how much you love horsing around. <laughs> horsing around? Because it's a horse! <laughs> Hang on a second. How did you get a horse into prison? Have you met, Bubba? His ass is like rubber.
1: Well, there you go, folks. Michael proved that Chumbawamba were right all along. If you get knocked down, you can always get up again. And they were never going to keep him down. And as Michael Doo Dixon and Randy Mandy rode off into the sunset on Michael's new horse, Braithwaite, they took comfort in the fact that this type of ending qualifies the series for the lucrative rom-com category. Or was it? Yes, it finally was. Goodbye. I... I love
3: you.